Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Podcast, where we talk all things well-being, personal development, and living our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. I hope you had a smashing week. I sure did. And this week, I'm coming to you with a little story time. (laughs) As the title suggests, this is definitely how my ADHD continues to slay me. Even today, I've said this to a couple of my clients this week, and I'll say it again today. Yeah, you don't necessarily outgrow ADHD. It continues to show up differently in your life at different times, kind of like whack-a-mole. And while I have come up with a lot of different guardrails to manage my ADHD, one of the things that I haven't quite wrapped my head around yet, as you will get from today's story, is that I continuously impulsively say yes to things I have no business saying yes to. And I share today's story for a couple of reasons. First of all, if anything, I want you to know that I don't have this figured out, but yet I continue to be curious and accepting of who I am and learn from my mistakes and share them with you. But also because I know that a lot of you deal with this too. And if I'm to parlay this into the numero uno reason why folks come to coaching is because they feel overwhelmed. They feel overwhelmed because they do not have a grasp on the thing that I'm going to share today. So today is both story time and a teachable moment So with that, let's get right into it. Here's the deal. As you guys know, I have been doing a lot of experimenting in my business to not only move away from trading dollars for hours, so looking for scalable opportunities in my business, and also refining who my target audience is. I do coach a lot of coaches, and coaches struggle a lot with who is my audience, who is my perfect person, who am I trying to target. And to that end, I found that I really enjoy coaching coaches. So I thought instead of blowing up my business for what it is right now, which is women, creatives, entrepreneurs, and professionals who struggle with overwhelm or starting a business, instead of blowing that all up and starting from ground zero with coaches, why don't I just see if I could create a small offer and see where that can go? So In the spirit of that curiosity and sense of adventure, I joined a coach mastermind colleague who was hosting masterminds for ADHD coaches to come and share problems they were having in the moment and see if they could get some feedback and coaching on whatever it is they were coming up against. So it was just a one-off mastermind. So I went to this event that was hosted by, I should say, two coaching colleagues. And I shared that I was thinking about expanding my focus to include coaches, both ADHD coaches and regular coaches, because I seem to be getting a lot of them. So maybe I could formalize some messaging around it and a program. And I noticed that because of this growth explosion, if you will, of people at midlife getting diagnosed with ADHD, that the ADHD coaching industry is also growing. And while I have no interest in becoming somebody who teaches coaches how to coach, I do see that 
with the program I went through and just programs in general, they focus very heavily on the craft of coaching, which is important, but you get to the end of the program and you're left with all these questions around what is my niche? What is my audience? And how am I marketing myself? And that's where I thought I could really lean in and add value because I have a lot of entrepreneurial experience and I've been doing this myself for a while. So I was thinking this is where I would like to experiment in my business. So I shared that in the mastermind and I got some great feedback. And as we were wrapping up the session, the one hour session, one of my colleagues that was hosting the event said, Hey, would you mind hanging out for a few minutes after the call? So I said, sure. And everybody else left. And she told me that her and the other person that was the host of this call we're actually in the process of building almost entirely what I had just outlined in terms of what I wanted to do. So she said, would you be interested in exploring this with us? So of course, what do you think I said? I said, yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's do this. So we planned to get on a call, the three of us, to brainstorm a little bit more and share. they were going to share how they've progressed the idea so far, yada, yada, yada. So before I go any further, I want to pause because this is the first moment where I think my ADHD really just fell off the bus <laughs> because up until this point, I have been so good about not burning down my whole business, which is working quite well to start something new or start in a different direction. Instead, I was going to stay curious and just explore what it might look like to expand my offering. All good. Snaps to Karen for being non-impulsive with that direction. However, as soon as I get on this call to talk about it and just get some feedback, the universe presents me with this opportunity. And while I don't think it was a bad idea to say yes to the invitation, I, as soon as she had mentioned that they were thinking about doing this, I was 10 steps ahead already. Oh my God, we could do this business and we could do this and we could do that. Meanwhile, I barely know this person. Like she's lovely. There's nothing wrong with her or the other person, but I don't know them. I've never met them in person. We've just been in a cohort together on some other experiences. So it's not that saying yes to the invitation to explore further was a bad idea, but my mindset in the moment was not on just taking the next step. My mindset was a year and a half down the road where we already had this business. And in retrospect, I know that that was what tripped me up. Not the invitation, not that I said yes, but the fact that I had said yes and I was already thinking far too ahead. So we have our first call where they kind of bring me up to speed on what they were thinking of doing. And they showed me everything that they've done to date, which was a really well thought out, thorough process. So again, props to them because I would not have been this structured with my process. I really liked the process and this was before the Christmas break. So we decided to pause over the holiday, think about things and then get back together in January and start like making progress forward. So that's exactly what we did. We paused for the holidays and then the invitations for future strategy meetings started rolling in and we had scheduled three hours a week to work on strategy and developing this concept that we had. And that went on for a couple of weeks and it was great. It was great that they were both very structured in the way they were thinking about rolling forward. Whereas I'm more of a person who likes to build the plane while it's already in the air. They were being very diligent about 
creating a structure before we ever got it off the ground, which I will say is the smart thing to do, especially when you're doing partnership. So we had started rolling through these strategy meetings and I was getting very excited about the direction we were going in. But at this point, because I was already a year and a half down the line in terms of my thinking, I really wasn't thinking in the moment. And that's where I'm going to pause for the next ADHD insight moment. Do you struggle with way too many ideas and no clear plan of getting any of them done? Is overwhelm paralyzing you from moving forward with your dreams and goals? Well, you're not alone, my friend. That was me too for the first 50 years of my life. But once I had my diagnosis and a concrete reason for my lack of follow-through, I went ham on trying to find a way to manage it. And that is exactly what I did. Today, I am organized, I'm thoughtful about what I take on, and I am living my best ADHD life as a result. Now, I'm not saying it's perfect, but it is intentional, it's consistent, and I have a lot more peace because of it. And I want that for you too. Distraction to Action is my short, fun productivity bootcamp designed especially for the ADHD brain. It is loaded with ideas and tools based on the latest research on how our neurodivergent brains work and it can help you unlock your own ADHD brain so that you can focus on what's most important and finally follow through on your juiciest goals. Find a link to the program in the show notes or go to itsadhdfriendly.com forward slash D2A. That's letter D, number two, letter A, which stands for Distraction Action. Head there now to get your focus on and become a follow-through ninja. Now back to the show. The fact that we were starting to have these strategy meetings and in those strategy meetings, we were talking about roles and responsibilities and what we were going to be building in between the meetings. That should have been my first indication that I needed to have a moment with myself. I think I've shared with you guys in the past that having this solo business is overwhelming on the best of days. I love it. I'm continuously looking for opportunities to refine it and make it simpler. But beyond that first exploration meeting, I should have had a gut check moment of, is this something I should sign up for or not? And I didn't have that gut check meeting. Then when all of the strategy meetings started piling up and all of the work that we were talking about started to pile up, I should have had another gut check moment and asked myself, is this something that I have the time for? And I didn't. And the lesson there, which I tell all of my clients, but clearly still need to remind myself, is that you have to pause in the moment before you say yes to anything to gut check because your first impulse will always be to say yes. And more than likely, you are not in a position to say yes to half the shit that you sign yourself up for. And that is true of me as well. And I didn't do that. So we're having these strategy meetings twice a week, three hours a week. And in between those sessions, I volunteered myself to be the project manager. So I'm setting up a notion space and putting out all of our tasks and color coding everything. Like this is the fun stuff, right? But as I'm doing this, yes, it's fun, but I'm starting to get these little voices and the little voices are saying, less is more, simple is better. Less is more, simple is better. And I'm thinking about all of the work that has been done to date, all of the structure, all of the processes that I would never have done myself. And I'm not saying it's because I'm, I could do it better. I'm saying I wouldn't have gone in that direction personally. All of the work that they've done, which is a lot of work. And I'm wondering why that mantra keeps coming up. That mantra is one of my guiding principles, by the way. I just 
it was interesting that I kept thinking that as I was putting all of this material into our Notion folder. So at this point, I'm starting to feel a little uneasy. And then we hit another one of our two-hour sessions where we're planning strategy. And on this particular session, we were talking about roles, responsibilities. So here's all the various different positions within the company, and we are going to be all of them until we can outsource them to other people. We talked about legal and finance and operations and project management, all these various different things that would naturally have to be part of the company and then getting legal contracts in place because this is a partnership and putting investment in the business because we're going to need a platform and, and advertising and all these various different things. And as we were going through that meeting and writing out all of the various things that needed to happen, my stomach was going into knots and I was starting to sweat because I'm getting this less is more, simple is better. And now I'm also hearing, what are you doing, Karen? You had swore up and down that you wanted to be a solopreneur and that you love being a company of one. And here you are talking about all of these roles and responsibilities within a freaking partnership that you're about to create with, again, people you've never met in person before, lovely people, smart people, people that are going to go on to do this project and it's going to be beautiful. But what the fuck was I doing? Pardon my French. I was not listening to myself. So I'm in this meeting and we're talking about all these things and I am feeling sick to my stomach. So we get off the call and I have a come to Jesus moment with myself that I have completely ignored everything that's important to me. Freedom, flexibility, creativity, doing things that align to the person I am, being in the flow of work that I like to do and not making it overly structured, but making it align to my energy. That is why I started thinking about this concept in the first place, because I could do it in a way that matched my energy. I could do it in a way that was in alignment with who I am and how I wanted to approach my business. And now all of a sudden I'm building this big, massive thing that is not aligned to my energy, that is not aligned to my guiding principles. And, you know, I am the last to hear about it. I being my brain, my mind, who is off to the races and is a year and a half down the road with these other two partners that I have never met before in person. So this is where I finally realized that I've gotten myself into this new ADHD entanglement. Number one, not listening or disregarding what my gut intuition was saying, because number two, hashtag people pleasing, right? Because now I'm in this position where I know I've said yes to something I should not do. Not that I couldn't do, but I shouldn't do. And now I feel shitty because I've said yes to this and I've walked down this path with these people, even though I rationally knew that they were going to do this anyway. So I just kind of jumped on the train and now I knew I needed to jump off. That jumping off part never feels good. It always makes me feel like a piece of crap. And I was feeling that way in that moment. So 
I went back to my husband who I had originally talked to about doing this venture in the first place. When it first was presented to me, I talked to my husband and one of my dearest friends. I told them both about the scenario and they both said, oh, it sounds like a great idea. And they always said that you want to collaborate more and that, you know, it's lonely being a solopreneur. So good for you. I think this is a great idea. Now I go back to them with the current situation of I'm feeling obligated to follow through on something that is no longer feeling aligned and I should never have said yes to it in the first place. And we're about to get into the point where we'll be engaging a lawyer and building contracts. And all of a sudden my husband's like, wait, what? You're going to start a business with these people that you barely even know that you've never met in person. And my friend had the exact same reaction. And I'm like, yeah, guys, this is exactly what I told you about six, eight weeks ago. And you said that you thought it was a great idea. And the reality, and the reason I bring this little piece of it up is that very often when we're not sure if we do something, we go consult other people. And when we get good feedback from them, we just think, yeah, this is the right way to go. So the other ADHD entanglement there was that I originally shared this idea with two people, two very important people in my life. And they both thought it was a great idea because they were only listening halfway. They didn't really know the context. They didn't really think it was going to go anywhere. So it wasn't until I came back to them when, you know, schnizzle was getting real and told them a situation where they had more of a visceral reaction to it. And what I realized in that moment was that I originally had some reservations about this, but I went to these people whose opinions I value and asked them what they thought and valued their opinion more so than the little voice that from the very beginning, if I'm being honest with myself, was saying, mm, you may want to slow your roll on this. But because I do this so often, I don't trust my own gut. I don't trust what's going on inside. I don't even stop to listen to it. I just listen to what other people are telling me and I respond and react to the things that come up in my universe and say yes to things that I shouldn't say yes to. So now I'm in this position where I need to backtrack, right? Like I need to pull myself out of this situation that I've gotten in with these folks. And again, not, not throwing any shade on them. They're amazing and they're building something amazing, but I have no business being a part of it. I never sought to become part of a partnership. I had always started this exploration because I wanted to build programs that would scale in areas that I thought were interesting and where I could add value. I had no business starting a partnership with two other people that I had never met. So long story short, at the end of the day, I had to send these gals an email and tell them the truth that look, I had no business saying yes to this. This is not at all the direction I wanted to go in. And I am so sorry that I have said yes to something that I now have to say no to. And I mean, ultimately they were disappointed, but they understood the beauty of having a lot of ADHDers in your life that, you know, you all kind of understand that the struggle is real. So yeah, that was my story of how my impulsivity bit me in the ass very recently and how I'm using that experience more importantly to learn and grow and be a little less eager to say yes all the time. By the way, if you are nodding your head to this entire story saying, oh yeah, that's me. Uh, I do that crazy shit all the time. Then I hope that you know that you're not alone. And I created a whole program to combat this. Distraction in action is 
all about getting clear on your commitments, managing energy, being aware of priorities and limitations on your time so that you don't do this, so that you say no instead of saying yes without thinking through it. But clearly, it's also a practice, right? Because we're human and we want to say yes. And if I'm being honest, I liked both of these people. I thought they were really nice, which is why I was so quick to see ourselves a year and a half down the line without thinking about all of the steps in between, which is part of that whole ADHD thing where you're just going to magically figure things out. But then once you start to actually start to figure things out, you realize, oh, crap, I guess I really didn't think through this. But such is life and such is having ADHD sometimes. At the end of the day, I want to look back at that experience and recognize some wins. Number one, that I was able to listen to my gut a little later than I would have wanted to, but eventually I did. Number two, that I learned a really important lesson of not outsourcing my decisions to the people around me because they're either not really understanding context or thinking about things the same way I am or understanding the full gravity of the situation that I'm explaining to them. And number three, that I really am aligned to my guiding principles of less is more and simple is better and being a solo entrepreneur. These things are really important to me. Even though I did say yes, where I should have said no, I was able to pause a little bit later down the line and realize that I was going off track and then course correct. So I don't see the situation as being a failure per se. I feel like if I had stayed in the situation for fear of disappointing people, that would have been a failure because I would have been putting other people's opinions of me ahead of my own work, which is one of the most important things in the world to me and ahead of what's most important to me, which is my freedom, flexibility, simple is better, less is more, all those guiding principles. And I will do a podcast on my guiding principles and how to create your own. But I do think that that experience was one where I took a lot of learning lessons and I thought it was worth sharing with you. So I hope that was helpful to somebody out there. I know that somebody needed to hear this this week, that we do need to pause, that we do need to listen to our gut, that we need to be clear on our time and our priorities so that we don't say yes to shiny, bright objects that somewhere down the line we're going to regret and to have guiding principles and align to them so that we stay with them instead of getting carried away in new directions and ultimately forgiving ourselves when we do goof up. Recognize that we don't have to follow through just because we want to people please, that we always have to put our own needs first. And I take every learning lesson that I have now as fodder for my own coaching practice, because I know the majority of people that come to me are doing this. They're saying yes to things they shouldn't be saying yes to. And as a result, they are getting overwhelmed. I hope that was helpful. I hope there was something that you could take from that lesson. I hope you feel a little less alone in your own impulsivity. And on that note, guys, you'll be hearing from me next Friday. Until then, have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. For links and resources for this podcast, please visit itsadhdfriendly.com or click the link in the show description. Please also be sure to subscribe so you get automatic updates when new shows are posted. And of course, please do leave us an ADHD-friendly review. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.